Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yo, 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 what is good, guys? Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Get The Belt Podcast, home of melanin, magnificence, and kingdom of belts, where anyone or two of you can get it. And I am the host, Miles Hart. How are you guys doing? Is you guys good? Is you good? Because I want to know who remembers Glozell? Who remembers a bad bitch, Glozell? Oh, good old times, good old times um, Let's just jump straight into this show uh, With Word of the Week Now me, I'm always gonna start an episode with Word of the Week So we can get motivated, be inspired And you know, start it off on the good foot on the right foot uh, And more time Word of the week Like uh, If you've listened to other ep- episodes before It's not always just a word But like it's very much Like you're getting the word From church honey you just getting the word You're feeling Whatever it is Is the word Okay And I had to come up with this 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 week's word Or this week's message You know uh, Whilst on a run I was on a run, yeah. And I'm going to tell you the story before I give you the word. I was on this run. I had run about three kilometers. I was getting tired, ho. I was like, ugh. Like, this is long. I've not done, I've, I've tried to start the running again. And, you know, because summer's coming and all of them things. And I'm on this run. And... From absolutely nowhere, this older, at least older than me, white guy with a bald head, like not even a bald head, a bald patch, overtakes me. Now, I didn't see what this man looked like from the front. I just knew that as he overtook me, he looked frail. He didn't exactly look fit. He definitely looked a lot older than me. You know, the skin was not youthful. The skin that was out was not useful. And like I said, the back of the head was giving balding. You know, it wasn't full. It was aged. It was not the best. And in that very moment, I thought, you know what? You know what? Had I have just seen this man from the front on a regular, regular day, I'd have thought, Ain't no way this man could outrun me. I'd have thought, ain't no way this old guy is going to be fitter than I am, let alone faster. And ain't no way in hell a guy with a bold patch, bolding, going to be, you know, outdoing me on this here run. But the gag is, he did. Obviously, you know, playing Angel's Advocate... That man could have just started off on his run. But where he was, where he was situated, unless he was living in one of the trees in this forest that, that, that I'd been, you know, running in for quite some time now. Then that's the only way that could have been. But all I thought in that moment was, raw, like you cannot judge no book on its cover. One thing you cannot do is be judging things on appearance. On appearance, and in that moment, on that run, I, st- I, 
Bitch, I was running at my speed. I didn't try and catch up with no one. I was trying to catch up with myself. Let's start there. That's not the purpose of this here story. But what it did make me think is appearances ain't shit. Appearances ain't shit. Maybe that's this week's word of the week. And that goes for for other people around you on social media, however they be looking. Like in like in literal sense, like how how I told you this man looked older, the hair was falling out, the gooda gooda. He still surpassed me, bitch. He still went past me. He went past me. I ain't balding. The skin ain't sagging. And I'm fit. He went past me. So there's going to be people on, on in your life, in your career. And it just goes to show you, we cannot be underestimating the bitches just because of how they look. And in the reverse... That works in in the reverse. You can't be seeing people, you know, um, that could look like they are going to overtake you or like they're going to be amazing at this or like they look like they got it together and that, that. It just will, it will be a bold headed bitch that will overtake that hoe with a good, good hairline. <laughs> It will be an older bitch that will overtake a younger bitch. So it just, all of these things, how things look and how things appear. People on Instagram posting this award, that award, this nomination. They've got this many followers. They've bought this dress or they're going to this event and they've got this house or they've just got get a baby. Or Sometimes the, the way things look don't mean shit. Because more time, yeah, they might be married. Or getting married. But do they trust their partner? Are they faithful? Yes. They might be. They might be. She might be pregnant. But is the kids his? Um, you know. Yes. She might be at this event or this event. Whatever. Are they happy? Are they getting paid? Are they even getting to the bag? So never underestimate. Or never overestimate. Someone that looks like they got it all together. Because it could be the person that doesn't look like they've got it all together that will be there to overtake that bitch the same way that old man with a bald head overtook my ass. And it really made me go, you know what? Fair play to you. I'm a work harder, but also fair play. And it just it just had all of these thoughts going through my head. So I would share that with you guys. So this week's word of the week, appearance isn't shit. Appearances aren't shit i think that's the gra- the grammatically correct version you know me and my grandma honey i was raised in spain but yeah that is this week's word of the week oh i hope you guys received that in whatever way you received it um quick little check-in before we get into melanin magnificence um hope everyone is good i just want to say first off thank you so much to everyone that listened to last week's episode uh thank you so much to everyone that has shared it um and when i'm speaking about sharing whilst i'm speaking about sharing so i just want to say you know this this little old podcast you know this little old podcast with a big old message uh and Every time that one of you guys reviews it, shares it, be it word of mouth, on your Instagram, on your Twitter, whatever, it means so much, like so much. And to see the kind of people that were tweeting it and speaking about last week's episode, it was just so heartwarming and all the messages I get, thank you so much. So like, never think I take it for granted and every single share counts. And yeah, last week was definitely a conversation that needed to get, that needed to be heard by as many people as possible i was really thinking about some of the things that um emmanuel was saying on last week's episode and i'd like to take this time also to thank emmanuel for coming on and you know being so vulnerable with the world you know he wasn't just vulnerable with me this he knew this was going out and you know we've got listeners in fucking australia america all over the fucking world honey so the things that he was honest about and shared were were a lot, including the fact that, you know, um, him and the cast of For Black Boys were run upon by the police. And I just feel like I'm glad that this he shared that with us. And, you know, it 
we needed to hear that because it just goes to to show the reason why the show was um you know the play was was produced was made is there why it's still necessary because you know black boys are still subject to this kind of racial profiling and this prejudice etc and this this racism that still very much exists here in the UK and for that to be their experience happening to them whilst they're doing this show but it not be on things like the shade bearer like bbc news not be in in the guardian or viral is wild uh so i'm proud that get the belt podcast is a place that continues to be a platform for not just you know sexy voices or million follower voices or we're famous and digga digga dig dig we have famous people on this show <laughs> okay however that's not the purpose it's to get out voices that need to be heard true stories valid stories stories that need more attention voices and careers and people that deserve more recognition and more shine and so that is why along the along the way yamakiki yeah, i'll talk about the things i may talk about that that are slightly more light-hearted but this show continues to be like i said is the home of melanin magnificence and last week we really housed some melanin magnificence that had some serious shit to talk about and i want to thank everyone for being a part of sharing that like a kingdom isn't you know a kingdom and a home isn't empty it is not a home then it's not a kingdom and it's everyone that is a part of this either sharing coming on the show to talk about it leaving a review just giving a little compliment doing a write-up whatever you're doing that's what makes this what it is so yeah i just want to say thank you anyway before i harper on and harper on um uh week's been good just work 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 honey um I don't know if you caught me on the radio last week, but I will be on uh, BBC Radio London again this Friday uh, at 1.30. Tune in. I'll be with my girl Clara uh, on a segment called uh, Funky Friday. I'll be playing a couple of tunes and talking about life with, you know, my girl. So make sure you tune in um, to that. I finally signed. Ugh. I finally signed to a new agent, so I'm very, very excited about that one. Um, I've got two agents now, which I'm super, super thrilled about. This is another testimony to the whole, you know, do what you want, have your own life. People have always told me, you know, you're in the UK, you can only have one agent. Oh, yeah, you can have a commercial dance one, but like theatre, TV, film, that is all one, all just one, bitch. I've got two. I've got one handling life stage and I've got one handling my motherfucking TV and film. Okay. And I've also got one handling you, uh, my podcasting and partnerships and presenting in the UK, bitch. Okay. So yes, you might not be able to get that here in the UK, but for me, it can happen. And it can happen for anyone else that wants it bad enough. Per. So I'm excited to see what happens from there. I'm really excited to have signed with Identity. I really wanted to sign with Identity simply because obviously they've got some big names on their books. John Boyega, Star Wars, Woman King, all the other things he's done, Small Acts, blah, 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 Letitia Wright, Black Panther, like... They got names, yeah, but ultimately they're black owned. On their page, the first thing it said is we are trying to get more representation in our industry. Um, black owned, the vibes in there were lit. I connected with the agent there, Nina. Oh, she's a baby girl. We got a similar story. She had a podcast from Bristol. Used to dance, da 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 da, and she was about it. When I said, you know, I'm doing this and this and this and this. I'm not a one trick pony. I'm not just here to just act and sing and dance. I've got multiple bags, okay? And I don't also want to spread that thinly on just one person. I want someone looking after this who's good at this. You know, I've met with many different people um, who have got their strengths and there's some people that are down with it and there's some people that is that they're not. They're not able to look after and, you know, help me cultivate what I'm trying to cultivate. Um and she made, me, she, she made me feel like she was about it. And like I said, it was black owned. And 
it just was vibes from when I went in there. And so to be rep- repped by someone of my hue, a company that is, you know, their whole ethos is representation and they're really trailblazing the industry globally with that lit. And then I'm also signing with the amazing with the amazing host group talent or host talent group, sorry. Who will be looking after my live theatre and stage? Okay, so identity, FYI, are doing all my TV and film things, and then host gr- host talent group are going to be looking after my live theatre, uh, as well as uh, my voiceover work, and then also looking after segments of the podcast. We're going to have a meeting this week, actually, which I'm really excited about. Um, like to get the ball rolling with presenting and all of those other things uh so that is very good that was what i wanted to get done by the end of april and we've not even got to the 20th yet so psh, me i'm happy oh um what else what else has happened this week i feel like that's i feel like that's it yeah i feel like that's it Anyway, it's definitely one thirty in the morning whilst I'm recording this. So, um, yeah, once again, thank you so much, Emmanuel um, Aquafa, for coming on. If you've not seen For Black Boys and if you've not listened to last week's episode, go and listen to that something because it was fucking amazing. Uh, and thank you so much for everyone for listening, sharing. If you haven't already, leave a review, tweet about it, all of the things. Keep on sharing that episode because, boy, it needs to be heard. Um, and, yeah, thanks. So let's get on with the show with Melanin Magnificence. So my melanin magnificence this week goes out to the mother of murdered teenager Stephen Lawrence. Um, she goes by the name of Doreen, um, Doreen Lawrence, who was called for the decolonization of education to tackle racism and that a better understanding of black history would create a better understanding of society today. So um, I'm reading this actually from the Voice newspaper. Uh, so... Her, She made her comments alongside Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer in front of a specially invited audience of young people and black leaders. Um, she also revealed that she was not as strong as her, pub, her as her public image and that the long struggle for justice, justice uh, had taken its toll on her. And as she expressed frustration that her years of hard work creating the Stephen Lawrence Centre in Deptford, South London, had ended with them taking it away. So Baroness Lawrence, age 70, was speaking at an event to mark 30 years since the racist murder of her son organised by Labour and the charity My Life, My Say, which encourages young people to get involved in politics. She was asked by host Swarzy um, McKayley, the BBC One uh, Radio One Extra presenter, what her number one wish was. And she said the decolonization of education to learn all our histories so far we've not been learning our history she went on to say i think if we learn our history all the facts around racism and all the things that come with that will just slowly slowly move away so that people understand that the whole of their history to open up the chest to see what was their part they played in history it's a start um, you can actually go on uh, to uh, the voice newspaper to read uh, more about that. But ultimately, I'm giving uh, Doreen, well, Baroness Doreen Lawrence, um, Melanie Magnificence for continuing at the age of 70 work to not only keep her son's memory alive, but to better our environment, to better our society, to ha- for still having the strength and the vulnerability to discuss on such a public level these things and to still be about change, um, I think it's inspirational. And while we've all got lungs in our bodies and we've still got life and youth on our side, if that is the case, then there's just no reason why we shouldn't be speaking um, or doing something to better our, not just our existence, but you know our, our children's children and the next generation's experience here i feel like if we've if there's something we can do in this world then it's it should be something like making it a better place basically but that sounded corny like to do some good to act from love and i feel like that's what she's doing so yeah my melanin magnificence goes out to 
Baroness Lawrence this week. <sighs> so with melanin, melanin, whoa, can I speak? With melanin magnificence being done, it is now time for Miles Measures. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, so what is the mess this week? Okay, so it's not, it's not even all just mess. And I need to really stop saying that because when I'm doing miles measures, I don't just talk about mess. I'll be talking about some cute things too. For example, Chloe Bailey's album. Now, I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen people saying it wasn't what they expected. I've heard many people calling it a flop to the point where Hallie, her sister, had to come online and check a hole and say, bitch, I might be playing Little Mermaid, you know, but I still get out this water and I'll smack a bitch hoe. That's my sister, okay? Uh, Very much came with that energy. Um, Chloe has also said, you know, I'm suffering with imposter syndrome. Like, I feel like this is done really well. And I'm really happy with what it's done and how it's doing. And I'm I'm struggling to just feel happy with that. And that relates to me a lot. Like, I feel like I even sometimes have the step before imposter syndrome. Because I feel like to be having imposter syndrome, you have to be aware that what you're like, like, you have to be aware that you in a situation which is like really good and you're doing good but you don't feel like that it's true i feel like i don't even sometimes be there thinking oh yeah this is this is happening i kind of just forget no that's a lie that's a lie it is imposter syndrome because i know i'm in a western show and i very much know i'd be you know Dipping in and out of radio here and there Doing presenting here there I very much know that You know I've had a successful Consecutive five years in this here West End honey I'm very much aware I've done films I'm very much aware I've got this podcast That's been running That's been nominated for awards We've had the shows and things And I've been able to do nice things And go to nice places However I always feel like I don't feel like it's enough i don't know like it mm. i feel like i suffer from something different it's definitely not imposter syndrome it's something though i'd be feeling like yeah i just don't feel like it's good enough period i feel like yes i am an actor i don't know maybe she feel like oh i'm not really a singer but bitch you is but that i guess what that is that is imposter syndrome but yeah chloe's album i liked it I particularly liked the song with Chris Brown. The, um, I gave you more than you wanted. I gave you more than you needed. 
So tell me, how does it feel? I can't remember how it goes, but um, the one that used the old school, um, the Usher, it was the Usher, what's the word, sample. Love that. I love me, you guys know I love me old school R&B. Old school love songs, sad songs, all them things. And anything that's got that kind of vibe. So from when Chloe was using a, a song like that, sampled, I was fucking with it. I was fucking with it a long way. I, like many people, didn't expect it to be so, you know, Adele-like. So grab a guitar, g- give a couple of chords, sing a sad song. I did expect Lord Have Mercy on repeat. I did expect twerk, twerk, twerk. But she gave more than just that, which, you know, some people are here for. And then some people ain't. Some people are trying to say, you know, she don't know who she is. Or, you know, it wasn't consistent. She sold us this and she gave us that. And I feel like they all, like, you can say that. But at the end of the day, from when she says she's happy about it. That's obviously what she wanted to do. Uh, and there are artists out there. Obviously, she went to the school of Beyonce, Giselle, and Carter, honey. And not near one of Beyonce's album do all the songs give the same vibe. One song you twerking, one song you cussing your man out, one song you sucking your man's dick like, like he's about to leave this earth, honey. The next song you hating him again. The next song you shaking your ass in the club. The next song you fighting for black black rights. The, the, the like the songs is eclectic on the Beyonce album, and I feel like that's what she gave as well. And that's probably why I like both of them hoes because they be like I like to 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 feel a plethora of emotions when I'm listening to a one one album. Of course, it's good to have synergy and it to be. Similar, but bitch, this, it, it, I think it is to a certain extent. But I like to go on a journey, and the album definitely takes me on a journey. And I was definitely taken aback. I expect no sad songs or no, no um, slow jams to that extent with that kind of vibe. So to be taken back and surprised by an artist, I feel like some people like that, some people don't. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised uh, by this um, and the album. I think it hit uh, uh, 109 or 119 on the top 200. So, like, it's done, it's done well. And people is talking, so why don't you, Chloe? Speaking of music, AI, have you guys seen what is going on on the internet with all of these songs? And these artists, that, that AI, this... Artificial intelligence, I think that's what it stands for. It's got Drake out here singing wet ass pussy. Hmm. Yeah. I heard that one this morning. And I know the gays are about to use that. I'm surprised I ain't seen it sooner. Because you know everyone's be talking about how Drake is secretly gay. Him is little light skin ass at secretly loves to suck a dick or whatnot. So, you know, one of the girls had him and Kanye West singing WAP, WAP, WAP. Now, I, I didn't really, like, it was funny, little piece funny to hear Kanye doing up the raps. But when, when I heard Drake's voice come in with the gobble me, swallow me, gobble me, swallow me. I said, no, nah, is this, at this point, is this AI or is it? Let me know. But that. Is wild. I've heard Rihanna sing Beyonce's Cuff It. She wishes. <laughs> I've heard Ariana doing the things. And this is scary. It's scary for real. Like, I think it's actually scary. Like, it's cool. You guys know I'm a, I'm a geek. I do love the technology. But it's scary. Like, how are you going to have a whole Rihanna singing a Beyonce song? Or that, that whole never been in a vocal booth and sang that song before. But it'd be sounding like the bitch, word for word. At this point, are any of these songs even sang by these people? Like, if these, are, if, if anyone can just get, do a little on a keyboard and now have a whole song sang by another artist then what is actually stopping these artists from doing themselves and just making an album without even having to do a, a do re mi fa so la ti 
You know? Wild. Wild, wild, wild. Keep it coming. But yeah, I am scared. But I, I, I do feel like by the time I'm dead, anything that I'm actually scared of happening with all of this AI and this super duper technology shenanigans, I'm going to be dead and gone before it gets too peak. So for now, if it don't affect me, don't affect my bag or anyone's security or whatnot, keep it coming. But yeah, it's definitely a bit risky business. Having these whole artists sing songs they ain't never sung in their life. I said, whoa. Um, so Sam Smith uh, is once again making headlines. Now, he had just started his tour, honey. They, Jesus on the main line. See, I be fucking up too with this alphabet zoo. Oh, my God. So, um, yes, Sam Smith, they started their world tour um, and has been making the news and the headlines um influencer lani good actually spoke up for the singer stating that she admires their body confidence and compares some uh music themes with other artists who she said uh, received less 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 backlash for example when megan was doing up satanic you know things uh funk wearing like not just red but the devil horns and a tail and all of that stuff she put up a little screenshot saying you know when megan did this where was the outrage you know on this level um and then people are just saying you know that they like it's too much like i've seen some of the comments on the shade bar you know the shade bar be you know facilitating that kind of shit i think they might have turned off the fucking uh comments right now but um yeah, the people were saying it was too much. How are children being let to go and see these these concerts? Um, and one thing I do want to know is if concerts have an age range because I do actually feel like they should. Like in the same way, you go to the cinema, and the content has been like there's an advice of like how old you should be see this. I do actually feel like that should be the same for a concert as well. I believe. You know, whether they young, whether it's a 10 year old, 12, 15, 17, 18 year old. And, you know, they've been singing along to all these songs. Mm -mm. You now want to go and see whatever it is, be it like real life G strings, real life T's out, real life, you know, shenanigans with, with devil stuff or whatever kind of stuff. Yep, I do believe that there should be a warning for age, um, you know, whether you're 10, 15, 18, and you've been singing Sam Smith, Megan The Stallion, whatever, for the last three, four years, you know, every motherfucking word from when that person goes on tour, I do feel like there needs to be, you know, a body of people that will go see the final dress run of this show and mark down, okay, well, you know, 17 titties were shown, four dicks came out, ass, bare ass was shaken a few times. You know, there was a, a scene which replicated someone either being raped or the the, uh, the killing of someone or, you know, satanic things to on a large scale or, I don't know, like, blood or shit. Or just stuff. It should be okay. Watched, marked, and gone. And then people can say, we recommend human beings over the age of 15, 12, or whatever the fuck. I feel like that. I feel like that is wise. I don't feel like it should be legal, but I feel like definitely a guideline. Then the parents can decide whether they want to let their children of 10 go to something which has been recommended for a 15 or a 12 or what whatever um yeah that's my thought on that bro um yeah ha huh. also this week we had a footballer by the name of Akraf Hakimi uh 
his wife had filed for a divorce to find out that he has nothing. The the stories and the um the stories and the shenanigans had continued to the point where he he did have the things honey because obviously she wouldn't have filed for divorce thinking she's gonna get half of something and then be surprised if she'd been married to him she would have known the things because she would have been experiencing the things that's your husband you living in a house like obviously you both got, got clothes or going on trips there's this things there however my nigga had shit in his mother's name ho i said what Woohoo! And apparently he was cheating on her, which is why she filed for the divorce. What happened after that is apparently, and I don't know if this is the person that he was cheating on her with, but they have now filed allegations of sexual abuse. So that is it's a it's a messy it's a messy situation. But definitely props for him for putting that motherfucking shit in his mama name. I thought why. I know that that I know that wife is burning. That soon ex-wife to be. I know she's burning because you can't come for that now, girl. That's not his. That's not in his name. Ooh, none of them cars is his. None of the properties was his. None of the houses, jewelry, and even the clothes. They were all technically paid for and owned by his mother. Well. Basically, it was saying on the Shea that whatever he wants, he requests for her to go and buy it. Jesus on the main line. On a, and on top of all of this, he receives near 1 million euros per month um, as his pay from PSG. And 80% of it is deposited straight into his mother's account. Jesus. Smart moves. Smart moves. Um... Oh, here she comes. Um, oh, yeah, we saw that Daniel Caesar apologizes for telling black people to stop being mean to white people. Oh, boring. I know that he's had sang that song with her. Otherwise, as in H-E-R. Otherwise, I don't really know Daniel Caesar's music. I think he might be British. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I don't know that nigga music. I just know that he that a video went viral of him saying that black people need to stop being mean to white people and like just to get over things and all of that. And then he's um now released an apology. He probably got some music coming out. He probably need the black people that he pissed off to start buying something from him. Oh, look at me reading the story while promoting his new album. Well, that is the that on that, and he lucky that he ain't getting the belt for that kind of bullshit. Cause I see straight past that, and they wouldn't believe in that apology. <laughs> shit, shitty shit, 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 shit. Now I could have given this motherfucker melanin magnificence, but Orlando Brown, with the crazy that he is, and he's also going on to Bad Boys Club season two or Bad Boys Northwest South on Zeus Network. You know, I'd be watching these these shows these days because my babes be getting me into them, but um. Orlando Brown, who was on That's So Raven, and I don't know what else he did. I just know him from That's So Raven. He um, was, you know, advocating for the trans community after being asked in an interview um, about bathroom policies and, you know, men going into, trans men going into men's uh, bathrooms and trans women going into women's bathrooms and he was just like the interview i didn't i didn't like the way the interview was saying it was giving it was giving the interviewer was transphobic you know he was like oh people like you know these these trans women are going into bathrooms and you know raping women and he was just like you know regardless of the trans part let's just take that part out like People going into bathrooms to rape someone else is just wrong anyway. This ultimately all comes down to respect. Do you know respect? Sorry, let me just let me just play it because I think it is hella valuable. Let's go. This is what you have to say. When it comes to like a transgender, um, we are having to where now, let's say there's a man and woman's bathroom and a transgender will say, hey, I am. I recognize myself as a woman. I need to go into the woman's bathroom. But it also opens the Pandora's box of going to jail. There's a man who, there was a man who recently recognized as transgender, went to jail to a woman's prison and started getting the women inmates pregnant. 
So what are your thoughts as far as the culture moving forward when it comes to, uh, you know, being able to say, I'm a man, I'm a woman, and changing your gender role, basically? There's no reason to change who you are, but if there is a reason to have, res- it goes back to respect. It, it, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. You don't, you don't hide in the bathroom and get girls pregnant. I mean, that's just fucking wrong. You know you what go. I mean? So therefore, yeah, there's going to have to be some kind of boundary um, and you're going to have to be proud to walk in that bathroom. Mm. That's real. I got to get your thoughts. So respect is what it needs to be. It's a respect factor. And that, that's not even a gender thing. It's a common sense thing. It's, it's, there needs to be, a, 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 there's TS channels. Transgender is not a problem. They're people too. It's the abuse of, they're, abuse they're, of they're, they're people too. We're right. human. We're all the same race. Right. What makes them more different? Their dick or their, they, they, or their vagina or they both, they have both or what makes them different? That makes them different. That's why they can't get in the club or we, we have to have this club is that. And it, no, it should be a huge epidemic of people fighting for the human fucking race. Period. Of not being able to eat. When we're not hungry no more, we're not hungry no more. That's transgender, gay, straight, whoever. It's the fucking truth. When the stomach goes hungry, the stomach goes fucking hungry. And guess what? What about I'm not gonna feed you because you're transgender? Respect is what it needs to be. It's a respect factor. I'm not gonna party with you because you TS. I'm not gonna drink. I'm not gonna drink out the same cup. That's weird to me. You know, that's weird to me. It's people in my family that are transgender. You know what I'm saying? And I love them. I drink from the same cup as them. Fuck do you mean, bitch? We out here. We out here. Like, what the fuck you mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like I said, but some people just can't. They, they just, they, they, well, you know, they, like I said, they get hurt. Whatever. It been too much for them mentally and when they see other people rising or they see somebody else's success or whatever the case may be, they want to force their their demons onto people at that point in time. And it sucks. And then, you know, they just want people to feel the fire like they felt it. But some people just do not. You know what? I am definitely one for giving people their flowers where they deserve it. And I know that his story and his past, Orlando, has been messy. There's been drugs. There's been abuse. There's been some crazy shit. But what that, that what what he said there needed to be heard, and needed to be heard by many people because right now there is a war against the trans people, and that's not just in America. That is over here on this side of the on the, on the fucking planet in in the United Kingdom. Things are very, very unsafe right now for our trans brothers, sisters, and non-binaries, okay? So the more people in all of the spaces possible that can speak up or say something about it need to be doing so. Uh, so my my props goes out to, uh, to, to you know, Orlando uh, Brown for speaking up and being such a, a good ally and, you know... There's nothing I can do more but amplify that by letting you guys hear that because I, I, I agree. I completely fucking agree. I do think it just comes down to respect. And I think he actually articulated that so well. Like, it's not about, like, it's as long as you feel proud and on, like, truthful to walk through a, a, a door that says for women and you, you know, that's who you are, yeah. Then ultimately, then that's all it is. What it comes down to is the respect part. Anyone, no matter whether they like, if they're in a room and they're about to rape someone or about to get someone pregnant without any motherfucking consent, that's that's fucked up and is wrong. But the, the trans is there, the TS, the gay, the straight, the, the nothing like it doesn't matter. That part isn't what what matters. It's the intent. It's the lack of respect thereafter. And also in the same way, if someone identifies as a woman, they walk into a woman's bathroom and someone else is going to say no, that's them ultimately disrespecting that that person's shit. So that's what's wrong there. Yep. He had it all. He had it all. 
really, to be honest, quite um, well said. Um, Black yeah. China, she is <sighs> Can't be bothered. I was going to speak about Black China, but you know what? Me, I cannot be bothered. Like, she's taking out the filler. She's taking out the ash cheeks. I think she's making another whole documentary about this new self-discovery of who she is. I'm here for it. I never really knew that much about Black China anyway. Um, but I'm happy for her. Well done. I hope all the processes and the things get taken out safely. And yeah, that's what I really got to say on that. Um, I had seen a video go viral of a, um, a, a white lady calling out a black lady in the States a nigger. They were talking... Well, they were arguing about something and the black girl was recording her and was like, come on then, like, all of this talking, say something then, bitch. And the white girl's giving it all, well, bitch, come on then, come on then. And then the white lady eventually was like, you know what, okay, you nigger. And you just hear the black woman go, okay, right, now, you, now you're going to get it. The next clip that I had seen, and I'm not going to put it on here because, you know, that's I'm not gonna do that. But the next clip was her very much whooping this 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 woman's ass. Now, I do not condone violence. I do not condone racism. I do not condone any of these things. But all I'm saying is is that is that that white lady got what got what the words weren't getting to her. <laughs> she got what she deserved. She got what she deserved. Like, the fact that people are still to this day, to this day, with their chest calling people niggas, for me, is wild. It's very, very wild. It's very wild. Um, but she got... She got what what she had come in, ho. So, Channel 4's Naked Education has received a lot of backlash upon its release. Now, um... The Channel 4 new se uh, series of Naked Education has received all of this uh, backlash because it was showing clips of nude adults, but naked adults, to groups of teenagers. Now, uh, the show, which aims to promote body positivity, aired its first episode uh, last week, Tuesday, uh, and the episode saw a group of, like, 14 to 16 year olds being taught about body hair and the differences in people's bodies etc uh and many people went onto twitter instagram and all of them places to speak about how they thought that this was you know just not on um lawrence fox tweeted uh, why are some adults so keen to get naked in front of kids i'm not buying the it's education line it's just plain creepy um Anna McGovern tweeted, Channel 4 has just launched a show called Naked Education, which exposes children to naked men, women, and transgender adults. Why are parents happy for their children to see other adults naked? Uh, think of all those involved need their hard drives checked. You know, uh, people were not here for it. I don't have a child, but I can tell you right now, I wouldn't be quick to put them in a position whether they wanted to or not look at grown adults but naked and that's with the best intent like i just don't think we live in a world that is safe enough for them to to be in a position like that without it having a negative impact on them which is sad because you know you be in the home like i grew up i saw my mum and dad naked walking around but strangers mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. get somebody else to do it there is not people the world is just not we are just not there yet i don't even know if we ever will be there i feel like yeah it's just a no for me i think yeah that concept Maybe like 16 and over, like at least a legal age, but like children like that to grown adults' bodies. Pictures would have been fine. Pictures. Because that's what you do when you get in, in, in school and you do sex ed. You see the pictures. Like you're not going to sex education and having real life adults come in and now start doing up pornography hole 
or performing sex acts and get like put a dick on this here actual grown ass man's put this um sorry condom on this whole grown ass man's dick like that's not happening like i don't feel like channel 4 needed to actually get the people them to get their pieces out in front of the children in my opinion that wasn't necessary that was a bit yeah, so it'd be interested to see who, like, who okayed this and, like, all the people that saw this show, you know, the show, the idea of the show, see it go okay, then see it actually be shot and be like, yep, yeah, let's put this on TV. Ooh, child, I don't know, that's a bit mad still. Uh, and then last for Miles Measures, uh, we have Marcus Houston talking about uh, his wife who was 19 when he met her and proposed to her when he was the age of 37 now i i can't lie i do think that's wild you know there's a there's a quite a big age gap with me and my boyfriend but something something above 10 something above 15 years that is mad 19 and you're you're 40 soon mm-mm that is giving creepy. That is child's... Even though she legal, that is... That is mad. That That's... Mm-mm. There's got to be something wrong with, like, you. Like, I'm sorry, but being 37, having dated, you know, women closer to your age group, apparently he was saying, you know, they always came with baggage, they came with this. Maybe it was just sense and you weren't allowed... You weren't given the green light to baby them to smother them to be controlling and to do certain things because they were grown women that knew you better the only real difference is other than physical appearance is mental and lack of experience and with experience these women were probably able to put up boundaries that this young 19 year old was not able to do uh so he has received a lot of backlash for that and i was actually going to give him the belt but i thought you know what there are more important things that need to be cussed out this week. Um, but we'll get into that when we get into the segment, uh, Get the Belt. Um, and I know I did speak, I did just say that that was the last thing, but I forgot Ariana Grande this week uh, put out a, a video of herself speaking about the attention, un very much unwanted attention that she had received regarding people com commenting on her body. People, I think, were saying that she's really, really skinny and she's not, is she okay? Da -da 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 -da. She proceeded to be like, you know, guys, I don't normally do this, but I felt like it was necessary for me to make a video. She went on to say, you know, we should stop basically policing people's bodies, even if we think we're complimenting them, to just leave it, to just leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, to leave it alone. Um, but to let her fans know that she is indeed uh, happy and she's actually the healthiest that she's been. And that when she was a little bit thicker, uh, she went on to say, you know, I was actually at my unhealthiest. I wasn't eating very well at all. Um, I didn't feel my best self at all. I didn't like what I saw. But now, yeah, I am this skinny mini and I'm a lot healthier. And there, 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 there. Obviously, I don't, know the, I don't know the girl's diet. Neither do we. Do I agree with the fact that we should be out here commenting on people's bodies? To a certain, to a certain extent, I do. Because, like, you know, God rest her soul, the, the late uh, Tracy Braxton, she had lost weight. People was cussing, cussing, cussing. She ended up passing, unfortunately, with cancer. You never know. I definitely think we need to be kind. I definitely think we need to be kind and we need to be more mindful. Like, what is our intent? If the intent is good and if it is, you know, if it's your business, and I mean, like, if you know that person... Or if it's, you know, literally your business, like, are you a presenter? Do you run a blog? Whatever. Do it. But, like, going back to my first point, if it is of good intent, if it is kind. So, yeah, like, if you think someone looking skinny, you think it looks cute, say it. If you think they got a bit thick, thicker and you think it's cute, say it. But if you're thinking, oh, they look horrible, they look horrible, go, go, do, go, do, go, do, it's giving shut your mouth unless you've got some really good advice. Unless you've got some really good advice or unless it is coming from a place of like love and care. If not, shut your mouth because you never know. You never, ever know. Um, but yeah, that is it for this week's Miles Measures.
So my belt this week is very short, very sweet. <laughs> Not me being singer-songwriter, honey. But my belt this week goes to the the Ritz, the Ritz Hotel. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but a young gentleman applied for a job there, to which he was told to make sure that, you know, when he came for the interview, um, I think he'd got through a couple of rounds, they had said, make sure that, you know, in regards to our dressing policy, that there are no unusual, unkept Afro hairstyles. That was uh, this year, actually. Um, this happened. He was on the news recently speaking about it. Um, he didn't proceed with the um, interview. Um, yeah, they named his hair falling under unusual hairstyles, referring to it as Afro as well. Um, the Ritz can really go and suck a dick. I've never actually been to the Ritz. I've always thought it would be a cute, bougie place to take, you know, a friend, a loved one, a family member or, you know, take my nigga there and feel cute. But fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. The fact that they then got back to him and were like, oh, well, we actually had our token black person who is our, you know, our head stylist. And they okayed this in 2021. Not using the token black person to justify your wayward shit. And this is why not all that is brown is, is not all that is black and brown is, is good. Sometimes some it comes in brown and it's the enemy of progress still. Like our prime minister. Let's not even talk about that. Yeah. The Ritz. They went on to say that this um that the letter he received with the breakdown of their uh, dress code was done in 2021 and it needs to be updated. The fact that that was 2021, not good enough still. The fact that that was the year after 2020, when the rich probably posted a black square to say, oh, we're listening, we're learning. Where Where is that? Where is that in that statement? Instead, you've hired a, a black person to sign off the racist bullshit. Afro hairstyles unacceptable. Are you joking? What is this? Are we in the 60s? Are we in the 50s? At the Ritz? <laughs> I tell you what's not... You, I'll tell you what you're not going to see at the, at the Ritz. It's my curly hair. You ain't seeing my curly hair there. You ain't seeing my cane rose there. And I'm... You ain't getting no... None of my money. Ever. Ever. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the fact that you didn't offer the, this this man a job, but you gave him a dirty excuse as to why it was okay and why what happened happened. And the fact that there was a black person, almost to blame. You basically used your token black person and put them under, under the bus and said, well, they, they okayed it, so it makes it okay. No, what it should have been is just a sorry, the Ritz. Sorry, yes, this is actually mad. This is wild. We should know better. Here is a job, and if you don't want the job, please take this money as, as, as sorry. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. So, yeah, the Ritz, you get the motherfucking belt. You ain't never seeing me in that establishment. I don't need it. I'd rather go to Enish anyway and pay an, pay an extortionate amount of money for Joloff that I can make at home for cheap. <laughs> ah, But yeah, you get my belt this week. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Had to make it short and sweet this week. Short and sweet. Um, but I will be back next week with a fuller, longer episode and finally getting into the inbox. If you want to send any questions, please do so to contact at getthebeltpod.com. Be it, you know, fucking industry advice. Be it personal issues, personal questions. You want to ask if you need advice with anything that's going on in your life absolutely anything please feel free to email the show drop us a voice note on instagram or whatever whatever and is that if it's not a question you want to ask but you want to nominate someone for melanin magnificence you want them to be shouted out on the podcast if you want to give someone the belt honey please do so um and yeah like i said email the show at contact i get the or you can even send a voice note into the show as well well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, be on the lookout. There will be a special guest coming on the show because we always have a good time when there's a whole lot of people in the house. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you so much again for listening. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe if you're not already. Leave a review wherever you listen to this, be it Spotify, Apple um, Podcasts, whatever. And yeah, thank you so much for the love. And I will see you guys next week. You've been listening to the podcast that is known as Homer's Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts, where any motherfucker can get it. Yeah, anyone can fucking get it. Uh, you've been listening to Get the Belt Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Hart. I always do this the wrong fucking way round. <laughs> I'm your host, Miles Hart, and you have been listening to Get the Belt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.